Meat Improv. Hello and welcome to the Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson, and me, Jake Jabor. The Meat is the improv and storytelling podcast where we bring on comedian guests to tell true beauty stories from their lives, and then we do long form improvised scenes based on those stories for a comedic effect. That's right. But this month it's different. We've decided to mix things up. We're, we're mixing things up in January. We're mixing things up all year long for, well, not in this particular way. Uh, but we're doing a brand new format today mm-hmm. uh, where we talk to uh, uh, an, uh, someone who doesn't do improv comedy as their whole life, <laughs> like the rest of us. Um, uh, someone who's interesting. And then uh, we do improv off of their stories. Mm-hmm. Uh um, little reminder before we get into that, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the improv. Uh, for five bucks, you can get access to our Discord and our weekly episode where we talk improv nerd stuff. So check that out, patreon.com slash the improv. Let's get into the show. All right. Um, cool. So let's do, uh, let's introduce our, our improvising guest first. I don't know why I'm parsing this out so weird, but I'm getting no help We're from Jake. We're figuring it, it out. <laughs> You're doing great. Uh, returning guests to the show, both of them, uh, uh, give it up for Lindsey Frank <laughs> from All Star Lanes, everybody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Lindsey and I sometimes go to All Star Lanes, do some karaoke. Oh, I thought that was bowling. Good. Thank it is a bowling alley, but oh, okay. Friday, there's, Saturday nights. There's also karaoke. I thought that was the name of a mess hall team. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, very, it probably is, yeah. Uh, and the voice you just heard, uh, teammates with me on Teacher's Lounge. Yeah. Among many other things, Mike Leffingwell. Hello. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Our live studio audience. Um, excellent. Uh, and uh, the person we'll be talking to and interviewing today, we'll talk, we're all going to be talking. Yeah. Uh, uh, Caleb McLaughlin. Uh, a, a, how would you, de- you're a physician, how would you describe your. Uh, uh, I'm a physician assistant. Physician assistant yeah. uh, with a very specialized focus right now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that we'll talk about. In a bit. <laughs> um, but welcome aboard. Welcome to 2020. Thanks. How's it feel? Welcome. Thank you for being here. Um, this will come out in a couple of weeks, but this is oh. sort of the time of the year where we're recording this, where like people are, I feel like I'm finding my sea legs again. Yeah. Just out of the holidays and stuff like that. Shaking the rust off. Yeah. Shaking the rust off. Like today's like the f- the first Monday that's not a holiday week. Mm-hmm. Sort yeah. of like back. everybody back to work. Everyone back to work. Not me. <laughs> uh, at least for a bit here. Uh, um, so let's just start there, Jake. Okay. How was your holiday? Uh, it was good. I spent Christmas here alone. <laughs> uh, good thing you decorated then. <laughs> I did. It's the first time I've ever decorated. Uh, it looks the great. The guests are looking at oh, a tiny I, tree. I would have missed it. Yeah. I also hung up lights oh, uh, and I got a Christmas candle. And by tiny, it's literally one foot tall <laughs> and it's on a podium. Yeah. And the uh, one ornament I got as a gift is almost as big as it is. Um, it's a bag of ornaments underneath. Oh, it. yeah. I couldn't fit all the ornaments on the tree. And there's an open flame pretty close to the tree. Also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it went really well. Um, I decided. I like a nice holiday alone. I bought myself orange juice and coffee cake. Uh, wow, that's it. That's all really those nice. things you never do. <laughs> I really treated myself. Really put your feet up. Huh? Yeah, it was really nice. Um, yeah, I thought it was delightful. What? What? Uh, so buying oranges and coffee cake. 
Uh, didn't take all day. Oh, no, I bought that the day before. Then I watched okay. a bunch of television. Um, nice. I bought myself some uh, sweats on the internet. Nice. Uh, Are we talking actual Christmas Day or is this just Yeah, Christmas around? Day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, was it Christmas themed television or was uh, it just... No, just catching up on, you know, trying to get it in before the year's over. Lots of shows. What'd Actually, you finish? it was like, I finished Unbelievable, not a oh, okay. Christmas show at all. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a, um, which was really good. And uh, The Watchmen. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it was really nice. I had a nice uh, like solo. Yeah, it was really nice. A nice solo uh, Christmas. Um, so that was my holiday. Interesting. John? I thought you had a train trip. I, I wanna... did, but then we had some family <laughs> okay <won't> issues. <laughs> uh, so I I got stuck here, but I liked it. So okay, that's good. I just went to Arizona and hung out. I just watched Home Alone on Christmas Day. Oh, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. nice. I did like too. Mm-hmm. You watched Home Alone? Mm-hmm. That's a that's kind of. I think that's my number one. That and Christmas Vacation are probably two. Are my... well, I was just talking about this with my wife and kids, and I think it's between that and Elf for me. Elf, really? Mm-hmm. But I love I love Home Alone also. Yeah, my girlfriend loves The Grinch. The Jim like, Carrey, yeah, one? I yeah, I like that one too. <laughs> yeah. Is it good? Yeah, it's really good. Really? Mm-hmm. Lanny treats that like it's like. She'll quote it and be like, you don't know that? I watched The Grinch <laughs> once, I think. There's so many really funny parts. <laughs> yeah, it is good. I watched. I kind of rewatched it. the movie Tangerine? Uh, no. Is that a Christmas movie? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> what? I consider it one. Really? That's the Part one that was it? shot on an iPhone? Yeah. That's yeah. the guy who directed Florida Project? That's right. Um, we all have facts about it. <laughs> I've and seen it. Part of it's during Christmas. Yeah. Oh. It's a great film. It's a great, great Shot film. on an iPhone, right? Shot on, yeah, that's yeah. right. Really? Yeah. Shot Wait, I knew iPhone. that. It follows I, the day I of two transgender Christmas. females in uh-huh. Hollywood. Uh, I forget what like their names are. names are and what they do, but it's very interesting. It's great. It's great. I mean, it's like Florida Project, but... Which I haven't seen. But they're real, uh, the people in the film aren't actors. Yeah, it is like Home Alone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I heard that in uh, Canada, whenever they were playing Home Alone 2 around Christmas time, they like edited out the part with Donald Trump. I heard that too. Like he wasn't in it. But I've heard that that uh, has been been happening for a while. It wasn't in, in response to, I think it predated his presidency. Oh. I think it was since 2014 and it had to do with time. Really? Because they, edit, they edit stuff for broadcast TV. They take out huh. stuff just to fit room for commercials. That's mm. funny that like there's some editor that's just like making the final choice. <laughs> like, I know. Actually, you don't need that part. Uh, they cut out the last five minutes of the movie. Also, just, <laughs> they have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> when they play, um, when they play Ace Ventura on TV, they mm. cut out a very good scene where he imitates Snowflake the oh yeah <laughs> the dolphin and it's so funny and when it's on TV it's not there and like, I like really? almost lost my mind as a kid when I when that part didn't come on and mm. I was anticipating it because I just <laughs> love to do it also. and then I was like am I crazy because there was no mm-hmm. Google or yeah, yeah. Way to and I was like I was sure really did I make that scene up am I a genius <laughs> um, sometimes they'll add scenes. There's a oh, kickball fun. scene in Billy Madison. That, <gasps> what? Uh, That's only when they play mm-hmm. it on TV? Yeah, if you watch it on like TBS or whatever, there's a kickball scene. Did they Whoa, eliminate it? What the hell? 
they also sometimes record non-profane versions of stuff for the TV. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. So I watched the TV version of Beverly Hills Cop for years and didn't see the R-rated version until I was like 20. Oh my God. And I was like, this movie is filthy. <laughs> yeah, that's um, huge. That feel, that's a it, ton but, of But the rhythm was, I mean, it would just bleep out certain yeah. things, but it would, there were certain, like, there's like two or three points where when I saw it, I was like, oh, they totally changed this. Yeah. Wow, there's a there's a part where someone's like, uh, well, "I'd rather take advice from him than some foul mouthed jerk from out of town." And then in the TV edit, Eddie Murphy's like, "Foul mouthed, and you have a pig face," which I always thought was very funny. But then the actual reason is like, "Foul mouthed, fuck you, man." <laughs> Didn't Blockbuster used to do that? The video store? Yeah, I, I heard that they like like when they're playing videos when you're shopping. Or uh, oh, I heard that, that they would sense. like do little edits of their of some movies. Uh, it is actually the thing that they were showing in store or just for the stuff they were renting I I think it was for stuff they were renting or if I rent some, you know, I want to long kiss good night. I want to. <laughs> what a pull! Also, it takes place at Christmas. We it's just true. watched it a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Although sometimes they make up words when you know they're saying a curse, but it's on TV, so they kind of do voiceover. Oh, and- like watermelon or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. It is such a weird. All I can think of right now is they say witch instead of bitch, but there oh, are yeah. like funnier ones where I'm yeah. like, you might as well just, I don't know. Cork. You, they know. Cork plucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we know cork he's not saying cork plucker. <laughs> That's what they do instead of shit. <laughs> uh, well, since we're landing here in 2020 on two feet, uh, <laughs> I, I thought I, uh, anyone got a resolution or anyone got anything anything they're looking forward to this year uh, I don't know that's kind of an open ended question but um, I guess I didn't I know my past ones that I thought were cool but a past resolution like a that past, you thought was yeah, cool that I thought was cool and then I did skateboard oh. more Tell me <laughs> skateboard more, more and I was cool <laughs> no I uh, took the stairs always instead of elevators or escalators oh, that, that year that's a good one and I was like I got legs mm-hmm. I gotta use them yeah. uh, and I did and it felt like, yeah. <laughs> and is that just a thing That's you like do now? Suicide yeah, for New Yorkers, though, or something like that. Oh, because you're always walking? Well, also because or... there's tall Oh, buildings. yeah. <laughs> I would do it anyways. Sometimes I would work in tall buildings. And it's buildings. stuck? It's, it's pretty stuck. Yeah. Unless it looks like a really fun elevator <laughs> with the windows out. Like, you can see how you want to... You want to jump did, on it. <laughs> when okay. you were with people, did they accompany you, or were you like, I'll see you at the top? Dang, did I have friends that year? I feel like it wasn't an issue. Uh, no, I think I did a lot of solo ones. Okay. It, when it is a, a bigger building and you're just in this creepy staircase with no, it's just, it's it's long and it's dark, not dark, but mm. there are creepy staircase buildings. I would probably not get a friend to come. <laughs> but I really think it was a big issue and I really liked that resolution. And it mm. did kind of stick. Interesting. Once you just put it in motion, it's sort of yeah. I don't know. Have you ever been like vegetarian or vegan forever, or not forever at all <laughs> at, at any point? You do just sort of pick up tricks yeah. along the way, and it sort of just becomes like a habit. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm trying to do this year. That's sort of my resolution is to make some like healthier some habits, less meats or some stuff. It you just like figure out kind of how easy it is once you really do it yeah. for a certain amount of time. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, what about you, Mike? Anything? Uh, I um, do not have a resolution. I usually do a thing where if there's something I'm wanting to do for the next year, I'll try to start doing it like at the end of uh, November, the beginning of December, so uh-huh. that I've already been doing it mm. for a while. And um, I definitely let some bad habits come back in at the end of the year this year. And so I'm continuing to wage my ongoing battle with uh, sugar. Okay. Uh, yeah. I got that addiction. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the worst. I can't, uh, I'm unable to do it in like a small amount. And so if I do it at all, it's like takes over my life and I'm like sneaking food and, and I just feel like garbage all the time. Like candy or what? It'll be, uh, I mean, it was ice cream for a long time. I'll go get donuts sometimes. Uh, it's been Ore- Oreos has been the main thing lately. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> I haven't had ice cream in over a year, Whoa. Whoa. but then, and so I went maybe like nine months with nothing. And then it always ends up being like towards the end of summer when fall starts getting in. Like it's also cause like there's like Halloween and Thanksgiving is such a foodie <laughs> and Christmas, like foodie time. But, uh, yeah, so I just I just ended up getting a little careless and uh, <laughs> trying to rein it in. <laughs> Do you want to be at zero right. forever or just it's uh, moderation? The, the the problem is is I I it, I don't feel like I'm capable of doing anything in moderation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so anything that's enjoyable. Like I had to stop playing uh, Call of Duty. My son has a PS4 and I would play Call of Duty. I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun. But then I'd be up at like two in the morning, not having fun at all. I'd be like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Oh, we're going to play again. We're going to play again. And then, and then I take a step back. I'm like, what am I doing? Like I'm not, I'm not deriving any pleasure from this at all. And then yeah. you go right back in. Yeah. And it's the same thing with sweets where like the first time I start back into, I'll be like, oh, this is so delicious. This is great. I'm genuinely enjoying this. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll put it aside now. And then like. A week later, a month later, however long, like I'm just like, and I just find myself like all hunched up and uh, and doing it in secret, like hiding stuff in the trash. And I was hiding stuff badly. And my daughter takes out the recycling. She was like, do you think we're stupid? Like you got to really got to put it in a different pan or something. (laughs) Buy donuts for the rest of us if you're going to do that. Yeah, sometimes it is weird to see your, like, now that I'm living with a girlfriend, uh, it is interesting to sometimes, like, see your b- dumbass behavior just mm-hmm. through a second person. <laughs> like, yeah. staying up late playing, like, Zelda. Lanny <laughs> 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 like, comes in, like, it's 2 a.m. I'm like, I am an idiot. You're right. <laughs> yeah, and you don't even always realize that it's that it's weird until someone kind of reflects it back to you. Yeah. I knew, though. I've known for a long yeah. time. I've been a big fuck up for a while. <laughs> Kayla, do you have any, any, thoughts about the new year uh yeah i just got done having kids forever so <laughs> that's nice i just had my second baby in october um so i'm yeah thank you so this year so i've been on a nice long maternity leave you're talking about not being at work and it's like i didn't know what day i still don't know what day it is <laughs> like he's he's almost 12 weeks old but it's just it's a whirlwind where we're definitely like, is this, it's like in the weeds or in the woods is the expression weeds. in the woods, in the weeds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the That's woods. what's happening. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited to just like adjust to having two kids going back to work. Um, how old is your older, older one again? Two. So two. they're two years apart to the day. They have the same birthday. They were born on the same day. <laughs> Isn't it close is, to Scott's too? Or, uh, yeah. His is September 29th. And then there's is October 20th. I got it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. When's yours? 
June 6th. Okay. 6th. Yeah. So you're an outlier. Well, you get a, yeah. more of a special thing. Yeah. I always thought that too when I was little. I was like, I'm so lucky that my birthday's in June because it's like I get Christmas and then mm-hmm. my birthday like halfway mm-hmm. through the year, you know? That is nice. Yeah. It's like the opposite of having your birthday on Christmas Eve or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's great. I'm, I'm going to have zero more kids too. <laughs> oh, was that your resolution? <laughs> yeah. To not have kids this year? <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I'm going to do that one too. Yeah. People are trying to tempt you and you're like, no. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. If I have one, I have eight. <laughs> Sorry, I was late for the uh, job interview. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, you are. Yeah, you're on the, you're on the, uh, the top floor of this building, huh? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, you're sweating. You need a glass of water or something? Uh, yeah, that'd be great. Thanks so much. Uh, okay, this is your final. This was the third interview. No, so. I know. We've been doing the other ones uh, over <laughs> Skype, and, I, and yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, it's gonna be a part of uh, Google, but uh, I think I thought. Uh, all your offices were just going to be like two stories with like a flagpole going from the first to the second story and just beanbag chairs. I didn't know you had like this corporate thing that was like such a big building. Yeah, and, we're uh, top floor. Yeah. We own the whole thing. So it's Google. Yeah. Well, I've, I've just been trying to do some self-improvement stuff and just trying to walk instead of the okay. The, uh, escalator, the stairs or the, uh, or the, uh, sorry, <laughs> I took the stairs, You're taking the stairs. escalator and instead of the elevator. Okay. I've been doing such a good job with it. I hey. have managed to get that word out of my vocabulary almost. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, you know, I guess it happens. It's okay. Uh, I was here we, actually. We did. I was uh, 20 minutes early. Okay. And I could have taken the elevator? Elevator. Yes. And then I was like, I could I could be on time for the meeting or I can show them uh-huh. that when Tom McKinnon commits to a, a goal, he sticks with it. And that's the kind of dedication you can expect I, at Google from me. Okay, Tom. Um, well, you were, yeah, about 10 minutes late. So Rodney went, he, he's on a phone call now. Did you okay. stop by the security desk and get your uh, credentials? I, uh... I've also made. You're supposed a, to have a name tag. No, I know. I've been making. Uh, <laughs> it's under the side. I don't want you to think I'm just kind of one, one commitment person. I've decided that, uh, you know, I'm going to play by the rules, uh-huh. but I don't want to be cowed by authority. So what? They tried to stop me at security, and I I muscled my way past them and and got into the stairwell, and then I yeah, you barricaded to- it with my briefcase, and then just started running up. <laughs> So you probably are going to get a call about me this time now. <laughs> what? Okay. It would have happened sooner, but I I might have made contact with the security guy's head with my elbow when I was going through, which was not... You knocked out the security I guy? I was not up- trying to knock out the security guy. I was trying to be a can-do person and <laughs> and, uh, and just be... Into- <laughs> there he is. Oh, hey, sir, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. Obviously, that was You're wasn't. supposed to get a badge. <laughs> I, I, I you know. But I made a resolution. I, was, I came up... Sorry, I didn't stop him earlier. Yeah, what did he could have been a I made maniac. a resolution. I'd take it the stairs. Oh. Also, uh, I made a resolution to uh, mediate things through nonviolent discussion. So if you want to sit down with me and we'll use I statements about how you broke some of the rules here at the office and how it made me feel. I would I would love to do that. And it's, I'm glad to meet a fellow uh, stairman. <laughs> yeah, good. Nice to meet you. I don't mean to gender that. Stair no, person, yeah, so. stair person. Do you need a water? Huh? You- <laughs> yeah, please. Okay, let me get you a water. Okay. Um, who's watching the desk? Huh? <laughs> who's watching the front desk? 
This is a whole bit. We've got a lot of meetings going on at Google. You're kind of the the face of the whole building. <laughs> well, nobody's watching the desk right what? now. <laughs> Are you kidding? What? Uh, I you want me to just get in the elevator, come up here, or tell them to take a badge and come back down in the elevator, <laughs> and then not and not take the stairs? You like, you just hired take the elevator. Be a follow through guy. Ring, just ring. Oh, one second. Google. This is a front desk. I found a phone. <laughs> hey, we got it. Bye, bye. Bu- sell, sell, Google. Bye, bye, Google. Don't sell, sell Google. Sell, Google. Don't sell, sell Google. We got one of those Google, damn sell. kids from Yahoo horsing around at the, Google, at the front sell. desk. Okay. Since they cut off the age limits for hiring, it's been just <laughs> all the walls are down. Yeah. The kids know the internet better than you dinosaurs. All right, I'll go. I'll go stop her. <laughs> all right, just take the elevator. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I I don't want to prejudge anything. I feel like this is going good. It isn't so going far. well. No, okay. you haven't even started with <laughs> with Rodney. Well, I know. Say hi, I'm Rodney. Sorry, I was like, <laughs> hey, I had a, another meeting to make, but I was on my phone too much last year, so I said no phone, all in person. So, <laughs> oh, I, great. Uh, I was meeting with a guy down at Hulu. <sighs> You're meeting with someone at Hulu? Yeah. <laughs> That's huge news, Rodney. I think the huge news is he's getting off his phone. <laughs> this thing that we're all slaves to all the time. Meeting. Yeah, I'm so sorry I was late. I'm so apologize. sorry to interrupt. Is Rodney here? This is Rodney. This is I Rodney. have a, a handwritten message from his wife. Oh, good. He's not using his phone, yes, apparently. Thank you. Hi, here. Hi, Hi yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> She's <laughs> trapped. <laughs> She's trapped under the car. Okay. I've got to go. Did you take her phone, too? What? Did you take her phone, too? What the hell's happening? Yes, I took her phone. (laughs) Sorry. I've got to go. Apologize to me. Apologize to Tom McKinnon. He's on his third interview here. You do not have to apologize to me as far as I'm concerned, Ryan. So, no, I applaud you making a goal and sticking to it. Sorry. I've got to go get my wife from out under the car. My wife tried to take an elevator. And I pushed her away so she couldn't do it. I feel like we do things as a family. We don't do them at all. Yeah, that's right. So Absolutely. I okay, I appreciate that. This guy's a good guy. Hey. Okay? He gets my stamp of approval. I'll be back. <laughs> Cut to the accident scene. Sweetheart. <laughs> I'm so sorry. God, I'm so sorry. It's been, it's, I've been here since yesterday. She so has sorry. a pen and paper in her hand. God, I've been trying to throw these into the wind. <laughs> She's bleeding all over. I'm paper. so sorry. Call 911. I'll go get a doctor. <laughs> we cut to 911. Uh, hi, I... Uh, I found a piece of paper. It said call 911. I don't know what the emergency is. I can't uh, take another prank call this no, year. No, I'm not prank calling. God, I'm going to blow my I'm going to blow my own head off. Oh my god. How old are you? Were you set threatening suicide right now? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm sick of you guys calling in your crank calling me. Okay. This is I not a crank call. I was to... doing my paper uh, route. What'd there you was, say? There was a, just a ball of paper rolling down the street. Okay, I thought I would yeah, pick a it up. A ball of paper rolling down the street. <laughs> there okay, was. Where are you calling from? Why are you going to send the police to your house right now? Well, I'm still this on my route so right now. <laughs> where are you? I'm on my route. I'm riding. <laughs> where? They're going to come get you. <laughs> I, I got you. I found you on the maps. 
Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you you yeah, we traced you, you freaking pranker. Is there a cop- helicopter <laughs> yeah. right now? Yeah, we got you. I'm trying to... I, it seems like someone needed help. Shine the light on you. Wait, hey. Ow. You're getting hit shot. This is a, ow, 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 a crime, man. <laughs> I'm trying to do my Now who needs 911? <laughs> I need 911. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> Feels like my fault. Please don't kill yourself. All right, I, this is your fault. You immediately jumped to this being a crank call. I was trying to tell you I found a note that said send help or call nine one one, and I was trying to do that. Oh, you know what? Someone called me yesterday saying nine one one. I'm too horny, and you know what? That's a crime. Okay, that's that's clearly that's a crime. Is that what said? Yeah, that's a crime. You can't waste our phone calls. Wait, is it a crime or is it not a crime? It's a crime to crank us. Oh, it's a crime. I thought you All right, 911 operators. Um, listen, yeah. we got to go over some. <laughs> this is the I'm fucking tired. word. <laughs> hey, this is a very important Another job you meeting. have. We just had a whole suburb die from being too horny. <laughs> no. We didn't know they were no, serious. I thought, we thought that was, it was a crank. Joke. They're telling you they're I serious. I thought that was a crank call. I thought it was it gets cr- lonely around the New Year. I just took a-, a whole bottle of sleeping pills. I don't want to be alive anymore. <laughs> what? That's a, we're losing, you're dropping like flies. Do you need a raise? What's going sorry, on? Sorry, I'm late. <laughs> what? Huh? I'm sorry I'm late to the 911 operator meeting. I made a um, New Year's resolution. <laughs> uh to not use my phone. Do you have to use the phone? <laughs> no, I've been saving people. That's not your job. That's the paramedics' job. You connect the two parties. Do you understand? Yeah. Uh, by hand, face-to-face contact. What did you do? Did you... Did you... <laughs> I found a guy who was too horny. <laughs> looks like him? it. What did you do? Huh? How'd you help him? Then I went and ran down and got... Wait, a, no, wait how'd you, you, how'd you, you help, help the guy? guy no, what'd you do? Horny? How did you save his life? I released him from his horniness. <laughs> released him or relieved him? All right. Either way, <laughs> how does that not mean jacked him off? <laughs> Cool. Well, let's uh, let's get into the meat part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. This is where we, today we're going to talk to Kayla. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Kayla. Uh, hey. Um, so, Kayla, you're a physician's assistant. Yeah. So it's physician assistant. Physician. Sorry. Yeah. yeah no, that's like, okay. Assistant Honestly, to the regional manager type of situation. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. There's people that um, get really like bogged down with the title and like because uh-huh. it's it's assistant in the title, but there's actually um, they may be passing. Uh, some sort of legislature, I guess, to change it to like associate physician, mm-hmm. which sounds more cool, but I don't care either way, but not physicians. Cause that's like possessive, you know, but It'd be like dentals assistant. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm a PA physician assistant, and that is a uh, very similar to a nurse practitioner uh-huh. uh, in terms of <clears throat> like the level of education, but more trained under like the medical model. They practice more like physicians. Uh-huh. Uh, so we can uh, like, we practice completely independently. Um, and well, that's not entirely true. Hold on. What, is, what does that mean? <laughs> so it's like, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't really know. Like, I just don't pay attention to that stuff really. Like there's a lot of stuff changing with it with like what exactly like under the supervision of a physician. I just like don't really care. I I'm in surgery. So like I work very uh-huh. closely with my physician. Uh whereas like someone who's a PA could be in family practice and like be in a standalone facility and like never even have a doctor there. You uh-huh. know, like they don't have someone like over their shoulder like yeah, are you yeah. doing this correctly? Like but um 
I'm in surgery, so I work with uh, three surgeons, mm-hmm. um, but I have my own clinic like two days a week. I tell my friends that you're a surgeon. <laughs> I mean, like, there's a lot of stuff that I I've could do procedures. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's not really surgery. So, like, stitches <laughs> and like repairs and stuff like that. That's that's repairs? fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, like, uh, closing like lacerations and stuff. Yeah, like when yeah. you go to the ER and get stitches. Like, and you refer to that as a repair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just wheel them into the shop. We'll do the repair. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I sewed a finger back on. Uh, and you sliced something open before. Yeah. I, I think yeah. Like this week? <laughs> no, yeah, it was like um, early in my training, or no, 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 it was whenever I was at this job. Yeah, it was just a guy that came into the ER early morning. He was a construction worker, a lot of construction like accidents and stuff, and he his finger Oof. just kind of went through a circular saw blade. Yeah. Mm. And Did you get it back through. on? Yeah, and I got the nail. See what? Also, <sighs> yeah, but so this- what was interesting was that was the first time I ever had to drive a suture through a nail bed. Uh, God. Wait, I don't even know what that means. Like, yeah. So it's like I had oh, to puncture. Yeah. So like I had because <laughs> it the cut nail, down the nail. middle. So I like sewed it back together. So it wasn't cut off like at the. No, uh, it was like lengthwise. The knuckle. It was. It was like. Length, yeah. Oh, lengthwise. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. It was lengthwise. Hot distantly. Dog, hamburger. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's hot dog. <laughs> we got a hot dog. <laughs> Wait, and um, uh, this might be a dumb question, but so uh, or a boring question. There's but, no dumb questions. But when you say so. Do you work with three uh, physicians? Yeah. And are you with like one of them at a time? Are they all doing something at the same time? Yeah. So basically uh, the surgery that I do specifically is uh, gender affirming surgery. So that includes bottom surgery for men and women. So vaginoplasty and phalloplasty. And then I also assist with facial feminization surgery. So that's surgeries of the face. Um, They're very different in that uh, they're different specialties, but they both fall under plastics. So whenever I do, whenever we do bottom surgery, it's a combination of urology, of reconstructive urology and reconstructive plastic surgery. So the team that we have is pla- uh, one plastic surgeon and then two reconstructive urologists who like take turns in the case. So it's always two surgeons and then myself. Um, if it's not me, then it's like a surgical resident that might be there training. So I like come in and out of the OR a little bit. Uh, but basically the plas- the urologist, uh, um, does like the deconstruction of the anatomy uh-huh. and then the plastic surgeon does like the reconstruction of the anatomy oh. for the aesthetic appeal and then the urologist kind of scrubs back in so they kind of like tap in and out all day uh, and then the urologist comes back in and like hooks the plumbing back up for uh, urination and then I'm their assistant so I'm the one that is uh, assisting them in the case so anticipating like what the next step is what tools or what instruments she'll need Um and just like, you know, retracting things or, you know, closing sutures and stuff like that. So you have to really like, that's like a very close knit group. Yeah. You have to have like a, like the, uh, what's that word for like intuition, intuition. Yeah. You have to work well. To, it has to be a good relationship. I mean, there's people that operate together. You don't, that could be strangers, you know, but you guys have to hang out. <laughs> They're all very cool. I would have never like thought that I would have ended up in surgery just because I love I got really into like underserved medicine and that usually lies in a more like clinic based setting Mm -hmm. or like family practice. Uh, But I specialized in uh, like LGBT medicine. So I was at the LGBT center and then this like surgery position opened up where I work now and um, I was the only one that applied that had like transgender uh, experience pati- or patients with uh, of transgender experience. So I didn't know too much about surgery. 
So I was able to just kind of like learn that stuff. But yeah, the connection with the patients and then we are doing a very specific kind of medicine and a kind of surgery. So we all have to like have the same like morals and standards and that kind of like approach to uh, things. But yeah, they're great. Three women. Uh, It's an all women team. Yeah. And then uh, same thing for the phalloplasty. So uh, that's like a combination of urology and uh, plastic surgery. And then the facial surgery, those are surgeons that are like craniofacial. So the people that would do like cleft palate repairs and like nose surgeries and like uh, stuff like that. What does that usually entail? Is it, is it, I don't want to take a guess, <laughs> but no, I would say yeah. cheekbones. So that's one thing Before. that's not. Yeah. So this is a really good question that uh, really comes down to like medical decision making. So whenever you're changing someone's genitals, that's pretty like cut and dry. There's like some variation where some people might not want an actual vaginal canal. Like they just have like the outward appearance of a vagina or someone who wants a penis might not desire testicles. But uh, pretty much it's like you're going from A to B. But with facial feminization, it's very... Uh, nuanced to sort of say what is a man's face and what is a woman's face. So <laughs> there are certain anatomical variations that can be considered gendered. So one of them is the width of the forehead. So the height of the forehead, um, not the width, the height, and then also the prominence of the brow bone. <clears throat> so that tends to be a little bit more pronounced in men. Uh, so one major part of the surgery that's typically always included is uh, shaving down this bone. Ugh. So we do a bicoronal incision. So it's like where a headband would sit on your head. We make one long incision and bring the skin down oh. to expose <laughs> the forehead down Stop. to the mid-eye socket. <laughs> and then they I'm just the burr the way. bone. Yeah. It's it's an intense surgery. That's why I say like anyone who go, it's so, anyone who ever doubts like, you know, if being transgendered is real or anything like that, like, what they go through to get to and they thrive after surgery i mean people do very very well it's like no one would do that unless they really had to you know um so noses typically aren't male or female unless someone is of advanced age so like if you have like a bump in your nose that's not because you're a man it's usually just because you have a bumpy nose Mm -hmm. so noses are tip are like kind of up to the surgeon uh cheekbones no uh it's up to the surgeon yeah whoa uh, but you could also, I'm sure. Yeah, people will say like, like if 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 people if they come back, sure of I don't know. So people do that. I mean, sometimes people will bring in pictures of like their relatives, yeah, and that yeah. helps for a reference, like a picture of your mom or your sister, just to see like what a female version yeah. of you might look like. We do have that people bring sense. in like vagina pictures too, like porn stars and stuff like that. Like I want this <laughs> vagina. We're like face. it doesn't really work like that. Yeah, for their face. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And then the chin. So then uh, the height of the chin and the width of the chin and then the angle of the jaw back under your ear. That's usually like very pronounced. But then again, there are women who have those features that are very beautiful. So like Angelina Jolie has a very strong jaw. And so does Jennifer Garner. I think. Yeah. 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 yeah, Thanks. (laughs) It's so strong. Uh, But definitely with the, the forehead. So I tell patients like there's there's like two sides to the coin at one end it's like you're already going to have a major surgery maybe do everything at once in terms of the face but then it's also like it is your face maybe do one thing at a time like Mm -hmm. if you change your forehead maybe your jaw doesn't appear masculine if you have a female Uh, forehead you know one thing at a time on uh, parts of the face yeah yeah if it's iffy you know what i mean uh because sometimes people I mean, generally people are very, very happy unless they have like some kind of complication, which is uh, possible, but generally not uh, common. Uh, 
but yeah, sometimes people feel like they've changed. Like it's kind of startling to be like to look totally different. And sometimes people, it's like I bet just like a millimeter of bone that they take off the forehead, and it transforms how people look. It's really amazing. Yeah. It's oh. like whenever you see people with like their eyebrows shaved off, like how weird they look, you know, uh-huh. or just a nose drop, and they look yeah. totally different. And it also is the difference of not only how they feel, but what people always say is like. If I had to go out to the grocery store, I would have to put on like a full face of makeup, a dress like they would have to present so feminine to feel feminine in public Uh where with that difference, like it's just and then anyone that looks at them reads them as female. And so they go out like, you know, with their hair up and sweats and they don't feel afraid yeah. of they the term is like getting clocked of like someone noticing that they're mm, yeah know. that's the i didn't know that was the phrase <laughs> yeah um you, you were saying that uh you'll do feminization of the face is that what you're saying do you do do you do a uh, masculization there's been a few cases that came through where i work of people requesting that and that has happened in the literature it's not as common uh because generally when you take testosterone you're going to masculinize a little bit in the face uh but if you have been a person if you're a trans female and like you've been exposed to testosterone for most of your your bones are going to get smaller but if you start taking testosterone like your voice gets deeper and they grow facial hair and stuff so sometimes that's enough to make them feel masculine yeah or or you know to satisfy gender dysphoria but yeah there have been some cases so that would be basically the opposite of the other one so embossing the forehead a little bit with what uh they would use bone or uh like plates like uh, i see there's like implants and stuff like that so then there's that part of it too that you like have an implant and stuff like that just so you know by me being like ah oh, it's, it's not me being <laughs> transphobic i know right i know yeah like, people say that all the time yeah but I'm, it's it's yeah i'm literally picturing like the you the headband surgery you're describing yeah so you can literally totally peel know. someone's face down yeah to like shave away at the bone on their yeah, we on use their a, brow. Yeah, like a uh, uh, it's called a pineapple. It's like a little bone spur it is? thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like you just like dust off the bone. Uh, so it's more like if you think about like uh, plastic surgery on skin, that's like uh-huh. sculpting with clay, and then this is more like sculpting with like stone. Yeah. Mm. Huh. I imagine it's just such a painful recovery. Uh, so, the face one is definitely a lot yeah. harder. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh, the, oh, yeah. How is it for genitals? People do pretty well, okay. to be honest. Uh, so for vaginoplasty, uh, where I work, we keep patients for about seven days after surgery, just because uh-huh. c- we're a regional program. It's like all of Southern California. So we don't want someone to be in San Diego if they have an emergency and we're three hours away or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they stay in the hospital for the first seven days. That's when you're like most likely to rebleed or something. Um, but yeah, they're generally not in that much pain, hmm. uh, because it's different than like, if you have a trauma, like, let's say you like are holding a firework and it blows your hand up. Like, first of all, they're on pain meds, but the incisions are closed by like a super experienced surgeon. Like everything is super like tight and bound and bandaged and like, there's no room for swelling and mm-hmm. they have drains and stuff in. So, hmm. but yeah, they usually are like, Oh my God, get me out of here. I'm so bored. Like, cause they're not in pain, you know? When do they say that? Wait, at like when they so the oh, first like after when they're recovering, like yeah, like in, day two or three, yeah, they're like I I could go hospital. home. Like our young patients and well, yeah, it's, it kind of varies. We've had older patients that do really well, young patients that do really well. Uh, I mean, there's some people who they're in a lot of pain after. Um, it depends if they have a complication or anything, and then also we just 
like totally transformed the fluid mechanics of their bladder. So we have to make sure that they can urinate. Okay. Before they can go home. Cause that's a medical emergency. If you can't pee. Yeah. I'm just, I just don't know. So like, how do you change that? Is it just how it's exiting? Yeah. So, uh, People who are born male, they have their bladder and then the urethra to the, where the urine exits their body. It goes down like the length of the penis. But mm-hmm. before it does, there's like a few turns and stuff in there. <laughs> so the bladder like has to push. Yeah, it kind of goes like down this right angle. Uh-huh. Uh, so the bladder has like a certain amount of pressure it knows to like push with. Uh-huh. Um, and then once we've shortened that by like quite a distance, um, the you distance know, <clears throat> of the penis yeah so we bring their urethra <laughs> to to uh where it would be anatomically in a female so that you uh-huh. can sit down and urinate straight into the toilet without it going all over the place yeah um that's really really important there are a lot of people who have this surgery that if that's not a consideration of the surgeon so like sometimes just plastic surgeons do the surgery uh-huh. um at other outside practices who might not understand like all the nu- nuances of the urethra yeah <clears throat> so then people like can't pee right for the rest. i mean they can pee right but it's like if every single time you pee you pee all over your pants or like all over the place like that's so disruptive to people's lives so yeah. uh you know we make sure that, that works and anytime that so they also have a catheter in for like seven days after surgery jake said that uh-huh you had a catheter i yeah. have one too when i was in labor and that was like my the scariest part of the whole thing for me yeah it was the most painful i thought about getting my urethra dilated, dilated. yeah because of my over 30 UTIs. Yeah. Um, type of life. So then we do, we do like vagina 101 for our girls post surgery and say like, okay, whenever you have, so you have to wipe like front to back. (laughs) Oh boy. Don't I know this one? Yeah. So that's why I know this one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, pee after sex. Definitely. Uh, what's the other one? Chug some water. Drink water. When you have to pee, just pee. Don't wait until you have to pee super bad and that kind of thing. Yeah. Be clean. Be clean. Be clean as you can, girl. You got There's there's pleats of a curtain now. You have to like, <laughs> like oh, clean your curtain yourself. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of stuff. But people don't know if you don't tell them. You know, um, and especially then, people that are like in their seventies that we do the surgery on. Like they never had any kind of conversation about sex. Yeah. Like I've had trans patients who have don't have words to describe their experience because they don't come from a time when that was okay. They know who they are, but like they don't walk in like, I want a pussy. And like, Oh my God. Like, there's, you know, it's like very, uh, it's interesting. You kind of start from square one. I mean, a lot of women don't know about their vaginas. So, um, uh, I mean, cis women. Truly. Uh, are the penises <laughs> circumcised or uncircumcised? The ones that we make? Yeah. They're uncircumcised. Okay. Yeah. Is there a reason for that? Is it just... I don't know how we would make it was, four It skin. would just be harder? Yeah. So we make the penis out of the skin of the arm. And honestly, it's like you're... Uh, Wait, you the, said they're uncircumcised? So there is a foreskin? Or or no, no, no. They're, they are they're circumcised. circumcised. Yeah. But there's no circumcision that right. takes place. Just it's just... We just don't part. make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I misspoke. Thanks for no, catching no, no. that. And so yeah. you were saying you do it with arm skin? Yeah. Sometimes? Yeah. So the phalloplasty comes from donor skin of the of that person. So that's an allograft. Um, you don't want... Wait, 
Maybe that's an autographed. I forget. <laughs> I'm also I on think maternity. our listeners will allow it. I'm on maternity leave. She's on break. Two babies. I don't know what's going on. But what um, you uh, a phalloplasty? Is that what you mean? Phallow. So P. Phallo. So like phallic. Like phallic. Oh, phallic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. P H A L L O plasty. Um, so yeah, in previous times, people used to do a phalloplasty with like a donor penis. So basically, like a you know a dead person's penis Whoa. or um, you know other Whoa. people's tissue. But uh, you can donate that. So that's another thing too is like when Josh, you are you an know? organ donor, you're an organ donor. You don't really know specifically. <laughs> it's like, all of yeah. them, your organs. Yeah, so everything's like, up for grabs. I never would have thought that. Yeah, so I have some things where it's like, well, I wouldn't want someone to like have my eggs or uh-huh. like my uterus. Mm-hmm. But like when they did the first couple of face transplants, the people who they like took the faces from, like they were organ donors, but like would they have known that they meant their face? Yeah. You know, like. uh and that kind of thing. But um, yeah, so typically it's best to use the person's own skin. The skin is our largest organ. Skin is your largest organ. That's so gross to think about. Yeah. And then, so it kind of started with like repair of uh, cis male genitals. So, you know, if you have some sort of like cancer that destroys the tissue to be able to restore someone to functionality where they can urinate and have sex and all that kind of stuff. Um, So in a way it's like really great that the, transgender surgery specifically is advancing so much because we have all of these plastic surgeons and urologists like caring about people's genitals you know like so now we see patients that were born um intersex that you know never really saw a doctor who could tell them one way or the other like what they should do in terms of surgery or just like people that have had box surgery intersex so someone who's intersex is someone that um may possess genes that would uh make them male or female but their body um for one reason or another so it could be like so a lot of people who are intersex like their gene their genotype is that they're male but their body is not able to read testosterone so we're all like default female in in utero and then it's the presence of testosterone that makes someone male so if your body never reads the signal of testosterone then you sort of have these ambiguous genitals that typically it's easier to make someone female just because it's easier to like take away than build something so a lot of intersex people like are designated at birth by their parents Mm -hmm. or a physician like which gender they're going to be based on their genitals Hmm. where now we know that you know that's not how it should be that as long as someone is functional like they can urinate okay wait until they're of a certain age and then you can ask them. Mm-hmm. And then there's like it's more like t- getting your ears pierced. Yes. Which, Oh my gosh. Whenever I was pregnant with my daughter, I was like, when are we going to get her ears pierced? My husband was like, I don't know, like never. And I was like, cause I had mine when I was a baby, a baby and then I didn't. So I just never did. And then you I don't went, have your ears pierced. I, then I did when I was oh. 18, but I didn't twist them. And oh, so they closed up. I was yeah. like, screw this. And <laughs> yeah, I'm not Ooh. an earring person, but yeah. I wanted to ask about, the term hermaphrodite is that not used anymore no yeah so and that's another thing too with like the words and language i've had patients describe themselves to me as hermaphrodite is there a reason that it's um not used anymore i think anything that's just like previously been used as like a slur and it doesn't describe it doesn't like it wasn't a tech like a maybe i I don't really know i don't really know the origin of the word but i know that like you know in old medical texts like it says transsexual just because that's the word they had to describe it um but yeah oh and it changes and i always like i'm not of trans experience so it's not in my place to say like what's offensive or not but Mm -hmm. 
I just kind of like whatever a patient uses to describe themselves. That's what I roll yeah, with. Yeah, you know? on the side of yeah. not saying anything until they yeah. say what. It- yeah. And then like with the whole pronouns thing, like I often don't have to use uh, pronouns to talk to a person. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like that doesn't really come into play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like I'm from Appalachia where like we would say they to mean one person anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like one thing I, I always sa- said that. So like I, that's just kind of one one thing. But yeah, you're on the forefront of this. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, really exciting. And it's, it's not really every cool. day that something like brand new comes into medicine, mm-hmm. you know, where like with surgery, a few, like it was all the robots. And mm-hmm. now it's like, this is this is pretty cool. Wait, what? All the robots? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to let that roll. Like actually. all the laparoscopic surgeries, like people can do like abdominal surgery. Surgery is just through like uh, you know very small holes in the abdomen, as opposed to like making a huge incision to like take out your oh, gallbladder. Right. They can or your uterus or whatever. And is it uh, is there a machine that is doing yeah. surgery as opposed to a as a per yeah? So it's a person behind a machine that sometimes isn't even in the same room. Uh, they're like million dollar machines. So that's why a lot of people coming up in surgery are good, like gamers and stuff like that. Cause Whoa. they have good hand eye coordination. Yeah. Hey Mike. He's <laughs> 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 so angry. Yeah. <laughs> He's to be a doctor. <laughs> Fucking gallbladder. Knock, knock. <laughs> Hello. Hi, um, you don't know me. Uh, my name is uh, Doug. Okay, um, and uh, I received your recently deceased husband's penis. Oh, well. Okay, Doug. Um, why? Well, it's Christmas Day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is, this is going to sound wild. This is like one of those things where you, you donate, uh, you, like a kid donates their heart and then the parent listens on a stethoscope. Or... <laughs> yeah, a little like that, I guess. I I woke up and um, your husband's penis was erect and it was pointing me in a direction. And I let it. <laughs> what? I, it was like. It was like pointing towards the door, and then I got up, and then it hooked left, and then I, I, it led me here. I think it wants to spend Christmas with you. Wow! It's like the, it's like how the wise men found the the manger. Oh, excuse me, it's going into the kitchen. Hey. What? You can't just come inside. Hey, mommy, mommy, who's at the door? You stay in your room. Stay in your room. Wait a second. Oh, it's I recognize that outline. Oh, oh this can't be true. No, mommy, is that? Please, I'm dreaming, aren't I? Please go to bed. Is that Dad's dick print? Sarah. Sarah, we need all the all the kids. You can't, <coughs> Jesus, it's <laughs> go play with your presents for God's it's sake. I got you, day, Mom. It's Christmas day. Please, let him you say. shouldn't know what your dad's dick looks like it's anyway. Not, it looks like it's knocking a baseball towards the kids. <laughs> <laughs> He wants to have a little game of catch. <laughs> oh, that was the one. I prayed last night. I got out of bed and 
got down on my knees and I prayed to Jesus if I could just have one last catch with my my father. If you you take your penis out (laughs) and hit that ball with it, you're out of here, bub. Look, you're going through the whole cupboard. You're eating all the snacks. I'm trying to figure out what it wants. (laughs) You're pouring cereal all over the place. (laughs) It's stirring. Get away from the fruit basket. Sorry. Okay. I think you're... Wait, I'm sorry. Is the penis trying to eat stuff? <laughs> I think we have a maniac in our house who's knocking into food with his dick. I didn't even know you could donate a penis. Yeah, well, your husband was an organ donor, and I got the penis. We um, cut to that organ donation. Uh, hey, uh, listen, um, I saw the form. I want to be an organ donor, but mm-hmm. nothing but my penis. Nothing but your penis. It's the best part of me. I got a weak heart. And wait, I, we can my use skin's all, all your... eczema'd out. You wait. don't want that, but oh, you only want the organ. Oh, God. Yeah, if my penis could help somebody else after I'm gone, I. Dude, I work at the DMV. Can you just like? I don't know how to make a special freaking edit here where it's like, please you, only use his the dick. Little, They're gonna put fire the little me. donor dot on my license. Yeah. If you could just, I don't do the dot. Just put penis I just, only. I write the form, and if they okay, see me the doing form, like, okay, there, I'm writing so the form. Little space that, you know, yeah, look at. It's just a little space. You could write penis only on that. But I might get fired because they think I'm a freak for messing with the forms like this. Well, can I talk to your boss? (laughs) I mean, sure. Sandra. Uh, Yes. Okay, this guy wants Mm -hmm. to be a donor. Yeah. But only his dick. I also need to take a picture of my license. I have to do the picture so we could just tell him, like, we're gonna use all of it or nothing, because the farm doesn't even. Uh, give if you me don't, space. if it's if it's all or nothing, then I will not. Then you won't donate. be a donor. No, we've got to really? make an exception. Uh, <laughs> or get, uh, we'll just write P only on there. P only. Yeah. P only. They'll know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, they should. Should I write P E E or P dot? No, because then they're gonna think I'm only donating. My I wrote urine. it. I wrote it. What? No, you I wrote, wrote, P wrote it. Only. Oh, it's printing. Yeah. Oh, and that's with the sharpie. <laughs> That's my face. No, that's the face I was making. Okay, you're done. Your number's up. Oh, Your number's are raised. We're trying board. to move things quickly at the hey, DMV. Hey, these guys. Hey, let me go. Let me go. We hey. cut, back to, cut back to the house. My husband didn't even... Huh? <laughs> my husband, I'll have you know, just donated his piss. <laughs> he didn't donate. He didn't donate his penis. Whose huh? dick is that? <laughs> <laughs> my penis <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> you know i heard about you you're hitting all the house <laughs> Jesus this, is like, this is like that 23 year old kid that claimed he was that missing 16 year old a few years later and how the family got their hopes back that their son was back and then turned out to be a lie i'm sorry i am a monster <laughs> showed up uh, to your house on christmas day and knocked around your stuff with my penis <laughs> Do you at least have the pit, my husband's piss? I do have your husband's piss. <laughs> Wait, why would the piss get donated to him, though? <laughs> what was your medical emergency if you didn't need a penis? Um, I uh, was at a Dodgers game and didn't have enough to drink and passed out in the parking lot. Enough they filled- to drink? <laughs> I didn't have enough fluids. Uh, and... 
they filled my bladder up with your husband's piss. Why did you water? Who's they? Look, I made a terrible mistake. I I'm God, so sorry. Rubbed your dick all over the apples. I'm, I'm so sorry. I will take these apples. <laughs> yeah, please. I don't want them. Hey, <laughs> do you still want to have a catch? <laughs> yeah, I'll have a catch with you, you know. All right, everybody, welcome to Vagina 501. You are all the advanced students, so uh, welcome and congratulate yourselves. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know about you guys, but I'm definitely not two kids in a trench coat, but yeah. Um, I'm not either. Yeah. Let's just all say it. Do we need to clarify that? I also am not two kids in a trench coat. Ordinarily, we wouldn't have people clarify (laughs) that they're not children in a trench coat. We wouldn't even assume that they were. Of course. Of course. So let's just get started. Can we talk about, um, who wants to talk about their experience this week with their clitoral stimulation? Um, I, I really, really want to. Great. Okay. okay. I, yeah. Okay. So I was super stimulating my clitoris. <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, uh-huh. Are you okay? Yeah, okay. I'm fine. Uh, what was your name? The my name? Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, you're Rhonda. Not, Rhonda. You okay. said Randa. 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 It's Randa. So no, just, please go on. Okay. Are you okay? Your it's, your midsection is convulsing a lot. <laughs> oh. I'm gassy. Oh, okay. I had some cabbage earlier, and I'm just a little gassy. <laughs> okay. It, that was a... I don't mean to be crude. That was a, a gas sound that just came out. It sounded sort of like a snort or a, a chortle. I, why is this... Why am? Can we just go on? I about just thought the, you were laughing at me, and I'm trying to talk about something... No, I'm not laughing. ...with my clitoris. I'd like to share something about my my uh, clitoral uh, great, great. Okay, uh, you can go right ahead. I was oh, just going to no, say sorry, that. No, please go go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, uh, I came for the first time and it was great. Oh, that's Thank a big you. deal! Thanks. Wow. Yes, good job. Good job. it's just yeah. I just you know I didn't give up on myself this time. Good. good. Thank you. And how are you doing with the queefing? Um, I can control it. So now it's sort of just like <laughs> Randa. Just farting. <laughs> I was just farts. I um, was just farts. I was doing. Randa, okay. nobody says that. Safe space, Randa. <laughs> and you know it's not raining outside, right? Huh? It's not raining outside. What? You Your trench coat. It's it's, it's ninety eight degrees outside. Degrees. Yeah. I wear what I wear. And if okay. I, whatever, talk more about your clit, <laughs> clitoris. <laughs> this is this is vagina five oh one. I'm okay. Grand Grand it. <laughs> Two door a door frame. We're good. We're good. Please. Fruit by the foot fell out of the bottom of your trench coat. <laughs> That's okay. We'll leave it. We. Me? <laughs> I'll leave it. I'll leave it. I think I'm in the wrong class. <laughs> you might be. I would like to be in the advanced class. Uh, I've been queefing like a motherfucker <laughs> and uh, stimulating the shit out of my clit. So um, if I could just get into 601 or whatever. <laughs> Sounds like you're ready to graduate. <laughs> Is that it? That's it? 
There After you go. graduation? That's all right. pretty much all you needed You're like to the know. coolest <laughs> woman I've ever seen. Your collar's all popped up. And hair looks all windblown. You got those aviators on. Yeah, I guess I'm ready to go. So that's it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wow. Iceman out. <laughs> What? I'd like to. So cool. I'd like to talk about my patrol experience Please. this past week. Uh, I was uh, I was uh, riding on a uh, a ride. I went to Disneyland. I have a I'm a season pass holder, so I oh, I go. Oh. <laughs> Are you all right, Rhonda? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. I'm good. Randa's good. Love Disneyland. Yeah, I was by myself. I could have brought someone else with me because with the season pass, you're allowed to bring a guest. At, uh, yeah, the time we went and used the fast pass too. That was oh, great. it was great. Thanks, yeah, it was great. You fast took the teacher to Disney. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was professional. We were, you know, we, we are socially friends outside of class. Oh. Anyway, I was, I was riding Matterhorn, and um, this is a little embarrassing, but uh, the ride, when it was sort of gyrating, I felt a little stimulated. And Can I, you stop filming him with your iPhone? Are you filming me? And why is the camera coming out of your stomach? Huh? Oh. Just how I do things. It's new technology. Why are you putting him in a TikTok? Hey, is that a TikTok? Yeah, you guys. Do you know, you don't know TikTok? It's you all it's don't like, know TikTok. It's like Vine. Yeah, <laughs> but Vine. there's a little more to it. It's not about me. Tell me about how you came on the roller coaster, Randa. I want to ask you: <laughs> Are you are you two little boys in a trench coat? No, I said that right up top. Randa, I why have do a you, question. Uh, I'd like you to open the trench coat. <laughs> I don't. Uh, that's not fair. Mm, Randa, acting very suspicious. <laughs> Well, you know, I thought that this would be a safe place to learn about vaginas and to, to discuss. No, you're not. Hold experience. on a second. I'm a- oh, Rand, I apologize. I- I'm sorry. I was so well, sure this whole there. time. Yeah, there's my vagina. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I was I was wearing a trench coat, just only wearing a collar of a shirt and then nothing else under the trench coat. We do recommend clothes under the coat. Okay. Well, you, I learned something in Vagina 501. Awesome. Well, we're back uh, to the meat part of the podcast. We're going to talk a little bit more. So you kind of got right into your specialized field mm-hmm. uh, uh, right off the bat. Um, so let's talk a little bit about just like your background, I guess. Because um, I remember I knew you before you did the where you work where you work now. Yeah. And I remember like <laughs> I had shitty insurance. Still, no, I actually got a better insurance now, but there was a time when like I was seeing like the worst doctor in the world <laughs> who wouldn't like in a physical, he didn't want to like, I had like this bump on my leg. Do you remember that? Yeah. I had like this weird bump on my leg Yeah, and I like, I asked my doctor <laughs> who couldn't have been a more obvious scam. Mm-hmm. Like the, it was like when Obamacare first came uh, or first started, I went to this doctor's office. There was literally like, I'm not shitting you, 12 people working in like you know the back area where they sign you in and stuff like that uh most of them sitting around clear there's one 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 of the women was just doing all the work <laughs> so it just seemed like they somehow all just got jobs doing this yeah uh and then the doctor was like literally like in like a professor's office like not a doctor's <laughs> office and he sat across the table for me and one negated something a previous doctor told me about taking vitamin D. <laughs> he was Which like, I you take need- vitamin D. It's He's fine. Like, What's that? People with vitamins, it's like, if you want to take it, take it. Yeah. Like people that are like, I don't know, rain on your true? parade. 
Yeah, if you if you want to take it, it makes you feel better. Like fine, but yes, vitamin D people should take. Yeah, Are you a vitamin D person? Uh, not anymore. Is vitamin D. The I probably sun? should take it. Vitamin D comes from the sun. Yeah, and it helps. Uh, it's one of the only vitamins that like you can't get from foods, and you your body can't or it, you can't get it from foods. Your body doesn't synthesize it, so you have to like get it Absorb. somehow. Yeah. So like I'm probably fine living in Southern California. You think so? Around. But most people like we wear sunblock a lot, and like I our cars. Yeah, and we like get in. Like a lot of people aren't an outside enough. So cool. most people that I would test, I would test out everyone for vitamin D, and they were low. But anyway, and then your your guy. My, my first doctor did that. Yeah, and that was when I was working an office job, mm-hmm. and uh, I think honestly, getting a dog and walking my dog. Oh yeah, has definitely helped me with that. But. This guy okay, was like, you're probably totally fine then because you walk dogs. Tits. Yeah. But sunscreen. Uh, this doctor was just like, nah, you don't need vitamin D. He's like, my mom, she lived a long time. She didn't have, <laughs> they said she had one person. And then I was like, hey, can you check out this bump on my leg? He's like, okay, well, that's not going to make it uh, a f- like a, a physical, a physical. So then that's you'll gonna, have to pay more. Then I'll have to pay more. Yeah. And I'm just like, can you look at my fucking leg? <laughs> yeah. So that's like where that exact scenario is what motivated me to get into medicine and like to do to do specifically what I do so sort of like when I so my undergrad was in kinesiology because people ask me this all the time because what I do is so specialized but so when I uh my undergrad was in kinesiology and I wanted to go to med school or PA school oh no actually I was going to go to PT school I was going to be a physical therapist I got into school and the first day of school like I went through the whole process and everything and the first day of school I'd been working at a PT place as an aide for like a year or two and the first day of school I was like I don't want to do this and so I just I withdrew before while I could still get a refund. And then I spent the next two years, uh, personal training kids with disabilities. Um, so, uh, I would do like swimming lessons or like, I love cycling. So I would like teach kids how to ride bikes. And a lot of people think like kids with down syndrome or whatever, like can't ride bikes, but they can. And it really helps people to like move on a bicycle. Cause you have like, it like helps with balance and stuff like that. But anyway, so why would they think that, uh, what I noticed was whenever I started like ba- I started babysitting to be honest uh-huh. kids with disabilities because I'd worked as a personal trainer for kids and then uh, I worked very closely with like three or four kids uh, shout out to Zach Spanos we still <laughs> talk every single day he's the best uh, a huge meat fan <laughs> yeah and he's a huge meat fan <laughs> yes hope not uh, no he will listen to this if I tell him to um, and a lot of these activities for kids uh, were very like sport that were sport based like they're not actually exercising it's more about like the community and then they would have like pizza and I ice cream after and I was like they're still kids they still need to exercise like let's get them like really moving so I would go up to parents afterwards sorry I keep hitting his mic uh and just say like hey I'll hang out with your kid one-on-one and I'll like run them and we'll like go play we'll rollerblade or we'll do something that like Mm -hmm. builds confidence and helps them move and things like that because like kids like that you know they can't just like run out the back door and play with their friends you know in the same way and food is a big reward for them anyway so i'm kind of like making this really long winded so anyway i was working with i was working <laughs> with a big Zach, word for me too and his yeah and his dad and mike uh his parents were very successful so really, they were, you said like pizza and ice cream and i've been thinking that about <laughs> uh so i was working with this kid zach and his parents were you know successful and had the means to like get him into a lot of programs and stuff like that so he is able to, uh, you know, he has cerebral palsy, but he was able to and is able to communicate that he's his basic needs, like that he's hungry or he's tired. We can leave him alone to like go get the mail or something and he won't like turn on the stove. He won't burn himself with hot water. And then I came to L.A. with them because their dad um, got a job here. So I came, that's how I came to L.A. 
And I went to like a community program thing with him. And I met this boy that was the same age as him who I would say like clinically his disability was not as severe, but he was like completely unable to talk or uh, communicate and like, and the, the, his mother uh, taking care of him, like, obviously was completely burnt out from having to take care of him mm. without even being able to communicate at all. And it was because like, she didn't have access to those services and his life is completely different and her life is completely different. And it was like, and I'm from Appalachia and like, I was raised in a, you know, town of poverty and like, uh, my sister had a teen pregnancy and I saw the way that like she was judged. And I just like, I don't know. Cause I always had really positive experiences with my doctor. I had mm. the same one from the whenever I was little mm. and she really, inspired me a lot and uh i just know that that moment when you close the door and you're in a room with a patient alone and like often they're naked or you know scared or whatever like that is a very profound moment for people and if you can just like listen to them and like not be on the computer and like not have your hand on the door and not stand over them like little things like that uh, it makes oh a huge God. difference. Bedside manner, like I've been like baffled by some of the awful yeah. ways. And me too. Like, a, a nurse practitioner, or someone will be like seeing me, and I'll and I'll be and I'll like tell them I'm like you know I faint or like whatever. Mm-hmm. And just the way they're like, oh, how long has this mole been here? And I'm like, uh, it's a it's a third nipple. I think it's fine. <laughs> and that's real, and I think it is. Yeah. A third nipple. And I don't want to like, like, oh, what the hell? And yeah. I'm like, can you just, I haven't even eaten because I, I know I'm doing the blood test thing. Yeah. And she freaked me out so bad. I was like, go get, like, I am going to fuck up this blood test, but like, I'm going to faint and like, go get me a juice box. Yeah. Just because of the way she's like, the hell is this? And I'm like, I just yeah. said, I'm a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you didn't listen to me. Yeah. And a part of it is like, you know, I don't want to come down on people that work in healthcare because they're extremely busy and overworked. Okay, no. Can and like, we come down on those bitch though? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you had oh, to name names. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I've had those experiences where it's like, you have the time or like, so that's another thing too, is like, if you mention a bump or like something like that and doctors don't look at it, like I've had so many times where it's like you, and, and another thing too, is like when, uh, well, anyways, let me, so then I <laughs> went to PA school and uh, in 2013, and I made my focus underserved populations. So the first year of PA school is lecture. So mm-hmm. you learn all the uh, medical, all the body systems and all that stuff. You do your cadavers. Um, and Ugh. then the second Wait, year. Wait, what? You just threw that in. <laughs> cadavers. Do your cadavers. You do your cadavers. Does so you it, have to study on a cadaver. And actually, when I was an undergrad. Man, I hate this. T- <laughs> Wait, did you not know that was a part of medical school? I, I imagine. I just like. I'm squeamish. I'm too. just like. I just. I just to avoid honest, that. Human bodies are. They're nuts. so. Nasty. I mean, obviously, you have to be respectful because it's a person. It was a person. They donated their body and all that stuff. But it's like they're naked on a slab. There's like all the smells of the chemicals. It's so unperson like. Mm-hmm. It feels so. And they've like, unless they have like tattoos. Or I remember one time a woman had nail polish on and that kind of like humanized her a bit. And I got a little like, oh, this is weird. But most of the time, like they. It's it's so foreign and not like a person. Like uh-huh. they've been dead for a while, and yeah, I just know. wouldn't want to see it. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah. Um, What's second year? So then, the second year, <laughs> I specialized in underserved populations, and I traveled like all over the United States. So I did my pediatrics in Yuma, Arizona. So that's a border town. So the woman that I saw in L.A. with her kid who was delayed with his uh, 
learning and all that stuff. She was a Hispanic woman who yeah. obviously like di- she didn't speak English. So that's like exactly why. And even if you do speak English, like a lot of those forms and stuff for like uh-huh. assistance, like <clears throat> that's hard work. You have mm-hmm. to like literally be a nurse to do them. Um, so I did pedi- pediatrics in Yuma, Arizona. So I saw kids that like were coming to the doctor for the very, f- the very, I just read in my notebook, my notes from the first day, the very first patient I ever saw was a set of twin girls. And one of them had situs inversus, which is when like all the organs in your body are basically like a mirror image. What? So they're like, the spleen is on the right side and your liver is uh, on the left whoa. side yeah. instead. And that's like so bizarre, but it's like you go out to these little like nooks and crannies of the country. But it all the same if it's exactly... Um, yeah, she had some heart stuff as an infant that like will resolve as she grows up. And but- they were oh. twins, so they were literally mirrors of each other? You say they were exactly yeah uh, so kind of but crazy. like one did not have it and one yeah she had situs and versus and then i saw a five-year-old kid who had club feet and that was the first time he had ever been to a doctor so club feet is something that babies are born with all the time but I if you adjust it right away is. so it's basically like whenever your feet like are turning inward so someone who has that would not be able to walk oh, obviously like the, the toes are pointed inward or is it no like the whole, it's like at the side. ankle it's rotated 90 oh, degrees so it's almost oh. like the soles of your feet are, are t- yeah Pressing against each other, yes. almost. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, or some variation of that. Yeah. So usually, what they do if you treat that whenever a kid's little and their bones are like clay, then mm-hmm. they're fine. But this kid was five, so yeah. it's like, what do we do now? Uh, or like a kid that is three and might not come back to the doctor for years. Like, how many vaccines can I give someone in one day? Whoa. Um, and then I did. Uh, so then I went from there to, and that's when I met Scott when I came and I saw you do improv. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I went to Utah. And I did. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm leaving again. <laughs> I'm going to Utah. Wait, who's Scott? He's my husband. Oh, Scott I met him because he did an improv oh. show with Josh. Yeah. Oh, and I know who you are. Oh that's so crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Weird. Well, I, I don't. Didn't put yeah, this yeah, together yeah, yeah. That, uh, oh. That's that's. Oh, and then you didn't want to stay and just do improv. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then I went to Utah and I did a, a psychiatry with in a like Mormon camp of people. So like how Whoa. do people who are in a hyper religious state sort of uh, not a hyper religious state, but like that religion is a huge part of who they are. Mm-hmm. How do they how do psychiatric diseases manifest in them? How are they treated? Um, that was incredibly interesting. And then I did dermatology with uh, migrant field workers in California. So same story as like Yuma, where it's like people that. I've been working in the blistering sun for like 20 years. haven't seen a doctor. And mm. I saw something called bolus pemphigoid. That's like very rare and uncommon and what? super interesting. What's and it called? Bolus pemphigoid. What is it? So it's like when the layers of your skin, the thing that bonds the layers of your skin together starts to like break down. So it's like an autoimmune disease. Oh, yeah. So basically uh, it's called a Nikolsky sign where you like put your thumb oh, on God. someone's cheek and you can just like peel their skin off. Oh! Bye, Josh. <laughs> this man who had I this. I can do that anyway. <laughs> was still working in a, a in a field in the blistering sun every single day. No. Um, he did not have any insurance. I was in a dermatology clinic where we, on one end of it, or they, I didn't really work there. I was a student. They would do like high-end cosmetic procedures to help pay for people that we're in this position. So um, anyone who has an autoimmune disease, like ulcerative colitis or anything like that, knows that like you you take injections um, to help kind of calm that system down. That's the same treatment for bolus pemphigoid. And those injections are like $2,000 a month. They're very, very expensive. So we called this company that made them. We're like, hey, we'll recommend this we'll like put a poster up of your thing. If you just send us like five for free and they did. So then we treated this guy for free and we like cured his problem and his son brought him in for his last appointment. And he learned in English how to say, thank you very much. Like you took 
my pain away mm-hmm. oh. and it's like that's Whoa. one thing like yeah if I oh, think shit. about that it's like I haven't done anything good <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah and then I went to Montana and I did family medicine on the Blackfeet Indian Reservation Whoa. Um, so that's very different too because it's like that's a very unique group of people um, and just how they accept medicine and basically what the rules are there so that was really cool like for example there there was like a chief that died in the ER one night and they like let his body stay in the ER for like 24 hours as people just lined up to come see him and that would never happen somewhere else like they give the family time with the body and stuff Mm -hmm. but um, it was like the whole town came people were like dressed in all their stuff it was it was fascinating Uh, yeah don't they do like it's like a bigger it's almost like a not like a party, but like it's really, like a celebration it's like of a life. Celebration yeah, and they really like send yeah because they believe in an afterlife, so yeah. like death isn't sad. I feel in a way. like they like yeah. oh we're really gonna like send him off. Yeah, to the, to the yeah. And then I went to Bolivia and I did um, like adolescent pregnancy and surgery and infectious uh, dermatology and just a bunch of stuff down there. So when I came back, I started working at the LGBT center. It doesn't really matter like to anyone who's like interested in nursing or PA or whatever, like it doesn't matter what group, like I'm not a part of any of those groups, Uh but like I can go into those spaces and be respectful and give good care. Um, basically just by holding space for a patient and just asking questions and just like picking up on little cues and stuff and like taking time. Like, I don't know. It's, it's something that people, you know, you're, usually have like 28 patients a day or something and like the system the system just doesn't work basically Mm -hmm. but like if you're in a position you know you can't be like if you can't be excellent to like everyone then like a few people throughout your day you can really help i don't know so uh yeah so i started doing hiv medicine there and then went to where i work now and it's just all the same it's just like people are scared yeah and they're anxious they don't know what it is. You Like I do surgery two or three times a week. This might be the first time it's ever happened for them and the only time. And um, I'm very aware of like sensory things too. I'm like, okay, when you go into the OR, like it's going to be a bright light. You might smell alcohol, like just mm-hmm. those kinds of things to like, even just so then someone's like thinking about that when they go into the OR and so they're just like, oh, okay, now I smell alcohol or like, yeah, you know, yeah. just kind of grounding them a little bit. Um, That makes sense. Yeah. Stuff I don't even consider, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like, no one else thinks about it until they have to be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, but yeah, that experience of like, I mean, cause we've all had that. And especially as women, you know, being a woman who accepts healthcare in the United States is you're just constantly being like dismissed and blindsided by both men and female practitioners, I think. But that's why I try, like, you know, now I do transgender medicine. So I'm really, uh, you know, men can be, one thing one of my preceptors told me is like everyone is capable of everything so just because someone is like a little old lady doesn't mean that they aren't like trying here trying to get drugs or just because someone is like a big strong man doesn't mean he's not depressed or Uh really sad like everyone can have all of the Mm -hmm. things at once and um you know just trying to and i always make sure to touch people like uh, a doctor doing an exam, like in an office room is very old school. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but like you always have to listen to someone's heart. Not because I really suspect that someone like Lindsay would have a heart murmur or something, but just because I have to physically touch her to do that. And huh. it like creates 
little trust or something. A trust and a bond. And like also, that literally you don't made know the- my heart race a little bit. Because <laughs> my doctor, <laughs> God, she used to always a- feel my lymph nodes. She would like oh, run her that. hands down my neck and it just felt like the best thing ever. I was always, too I loved her. that. Yeah. And I'm now like, it's oh, like, yeah, it's I probably always do bursting out my neck, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a hypochondriac. <laughs> yeah, my I doctor stuck like... his finger in my butt. That was... <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Wait, what? I do a lot of butt stuff, too. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did he convince you that were you, you were 50? Or... <laughs> <laughs> were you at the hospital? <laughs> no. Is <laughs> that my house? Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm not kidding that it happened, but it was like a whatever. Yeah, it was, a, it was an intimate moment. <laughs> yeah. And that's another thing, too. Like, uh, yeah, women, stuff, right? yeah. we have exams from the time that we're 16 where we have to get totally undressed. Uh-huh. And people put things inside of our body. Yeah, and I like, don't like that. Men don't have that same thing. Like, anytime I've had to examine, like, a cis straight male's penis or rectum mm-hmm. for something that he thinks is STI related, like, that is the most scared person because... They're just not used to being looked at. Like, I guess, yeah. like, they do hernia checks and stuff when you're little, but, like, no one, as part of your, like, routine physical, no one's ever like, okay, now show me your penis. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, they make you cough, or, like, when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. My doctor would hold my balls and make me cough. <laughs> I remember the first time. They did that for me when I was. I got a breast yeah. exam. Yeah. When 13 or whatever. First time I got a breast exam, I was, like, oh, so young. Mm-hmm. But, like, they got to do it or whatever. Yeah. And I was just, like, God, like. What if my boobs are weird? I remember saying yeah. that like sometimes my nipples get hard. Sorry, like <laughs> I don't be freaked once. out. Like <laughs> ask if it was okay to get horny. <laughs> Truly, I was like, should I yeah. say? So? I almost like wanted to break the tension for her. Yeah, yeah. Because uh-huh. it was so awkward for me. And yeah. I was like, don't. If, if sometimes my nipples get hard. <laughs> She's like, oh, I maybe shouldn't have said that because she didn't have like a response ready. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's probably going to her. <laughs> She's, She's probably, probably looking forward like, to her break. Okay, uh, med students, um, you've all done great so far. Um, now, unless any of you are squeamish, we're going to work uh, on a cadaver today. Um, so I'm going to wheel the cadaver in. Hopefully, you're all okay with that. Um, <laughs> Wow. <sighs> We're all good with this, yeah? All of us? Yeah. yeah. Okay, you oh, should yeah. all know that it would be a doctor, uh, that you'll have to be around uh, dead bodies, um, that that's part of it. Not uh, if you're a good doctor. <laughs> uh, <even> right? <laughs> right? Right. Uh, well, yeah. So I might not need to see this part. <laughs> Josh, if you could sit in your suit, seat uh, with yeah, everybody else. Just looking at... You guys, what does this look like? Do you guys rain or sleet or what is this out here? <coughs> yeah, it looks Something's like... coming from the sky. What? Okay. Uh, Open a couple yeah. of these windows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to need you to close those. That is immediately exposing the cadaver to the elements. <laughs> okay, everybody gather around close. Cadaver okay. can't be in, outside. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, go ahead. Josh, you want to come out from under the table? I'm <laughs> uh, just checking it out down here. Everyone's shoes tied? Yep, Lindy's got her shoes tied. Can't have any loose shoelaces causing people to careen. So let's go ahead with our abdominal incision. Okay. Uh, Josh, would you like to take the scalpel? I, I, I'm amazed that you're choosing Josh first. He's <laughs> clearly the least disciplined student here. I, I, I've been on time for every class. Straight A's. <laughs> 
Yeah. What can we know, Mark? You're the best. Josh, I think you should do it. Mark's a little too excited for the cadaver. (laughs) I'm just saying I'm ready to go. You put me in, coach. I'm going to make that incision. (sighs) Okay. Josh, I think you should do it. Uh, Yeah. So the scalp, take the scalp, you said an abdominal incision? Mm -hmm. You call it a scalp? I misspoke, Mark. So let's just go from the breastbone to the navel. Breastbone to the navel. One long uh, incision. One long. Hey, did you guys see 60 Minutes Random Peace on Epstein? <laughs> God. Oh, yeah, of course that. we saw it. <laughs> what did the note say? What do you say? think about it? Huh? What did that note? What it is? His note? note? Yeah. Uh, you tell me. Well, there, it. let's all take five. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I think his Folgers, note... anyone? <laughs> Window down. Josh, you're going to knock the table over. I think his oh, note oh, said... Oh, 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 no. Oh, the formaldehyde's leaking it's out of me. him. No. Okay. It's on me. Uh, it's on me. <laughs> yeah. Great. Mark cleaning it up. Nice job. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, 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 just doing my part. <laughs> okay. You can put oh, gloves on. Mark, you don't have to cradle the cadaver. <laughs> Josh, you got cadaver juice on my... <laughs> I got what? Cadaver yeah. juice on my clogs. <laughs> <laughs> on my on her dance goes. Uh, okay. Uh, You're okay. Got it back on the fight. table there. All set. Okay. So, good job, Mark. Mark. Why'd you comb Mark. his hair? <laughs> um, last night, I uh, I snuck in and I flatlined for 10 minutes. <laughs> what? I wanted to be able to experience what the cadavers go through so I could... How know, did you bring yourself back? <laughs> I had a defibrillator. It's sort of a Rube Goldberg thing, Goldberg thing, but I had a defibrillator hooked up to a string with a candle. <laughs> So when the candle burned through the string, the defibrillator would drop onto my chest and shock me back. So you made a Rube Goldberg device? For- I just threw something together. It's usually stuff around the lab. I hope that's okay. You died yesterday? And you saw the Epstein story? Why are you such an overachiever? It's so annoying. I just think of myself as a regular achiever. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, as you were uh, giving instruction, now we've so we have so we have thirty more minutes with the body before uh, we have to put it back in the freezer. So okay, thirty minutes to kill. Uh, so Josh, you were going to do the breastplate to the navel. You I know what that is, right? About, Everyone knows I know what, what the breastplate breast to the navel is. To the navel, I call it the belly button. Uh, yep. Uh, let's start here. It's just like, how did the cameras go out? Twice. They can't even get the footage or either suicide. Steady hand, in steady quotes. hand. <sighs> okay, make sure you get through all the layers of the skin. Yeah. You'll hear a popping just, sound. Okay, I'm just I'm just going to... Do I have to touch it? Uh, yeah, you should hey, provide tension on the skin. Uh, do they have the... You know, I'm kind of... I thought I was going to be one of those gamer doctors. Is there any... Huh? Can I... Uh, What's can a gamer doctor? Can I go a in gamer the doctor? Those people that are so good at games that they then go and work with the lasers on surgery. Oh my gosh, so many boyfriend about that. <laughs> he's up till 2 a.m. playing games. Oh, he could be a surgeon. What kind of games does he play? Uh, Put the scalpel playing, down, open a window. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. Josh, get back in here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Josh, I'm here. If you're squeamish, you could just tell us. God, you're sitting on top. The, you're sitting on his chest, putting makeup. What are you doing? I'm linking. Yeah, you with don't him have like to rub avatar. his hand. <laughs> uh, my arm is tingly. What? Oh no! Uh, oh I'm my god! Heart He's having a heart oh attack. Oh my god! I know what to do. <laughs> he lights a candle. Defibrillators <laughs> 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 fall on me. <laughs> yeah. Josh's ghost comes out of his own body. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs>
Oh, yeah, Doc, I didn't think this isn't the normal office I'm used to. It sort of looks like a like a dean or something, but uh, are we going to do any of the normal stuff? You're not going to bonk my knee and check for reflexes? You're not going to get my breathing? You're just sort of... No, you're just going to sort of talk to me a little bit. and uh, Okay. Yeah, so tell me what's up. And if yeah. I, if I touch you too much, I got to charge you more. So let's just if do you this. touch me too much, if I touch you too much or look at you too much, I'm just going to have to charge you too much. So we're just sort of going to have a little conversation. <laughs> this is a long table. <laughs> I'm yeah. the, uh, all right. Well, I do have a couple things. Like I, I do sometimes get a pain, like uh, under my right armpit. Oh yeah, my wife used to get that, and she's fine. She's she's going to be 69 next year. <laughs> Huh. So let's not really talk. So about it went that. away for her. Yeah, or she just she can live with it, and it's okay. okay. But if we talk about it too much, I'm gonna have to charge you extra. <laughs> All right. Okay. Can we do the blood work or anything? I'd like to get tested for STDs. Uh, oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, we can, but I don't think you kept that job. What? <laughs> Didn't you get fired? How did you know that? Uh, I. Yes, I did recently lose my job. Yeah, I recently lost it. You're still covered for now. Yeah, I'm on Molina, so Great. we're all good. Mm. Can we please? I <laughs> I don't. I, I feel like I have to shout this to get it to you across this room. Yeah, can you I had some unprotected out? sex this year. I'd like to get checked wow, out. Who's Just, bragging? <laughs> I'm not bragging. I didn't want anyone to wow, know. Wow, bragging. I'm not bragging. Will you please check it? Oh, you see, my uncle Joe. <laughs> Unprotected sex all his life, and you know, you know, he has a little warty penis, but he lived to be a. I don't want a warty penis. <laughs> you he don't? Lived to, he, how long did he live? <laughs> he lived to one hundred and seven. How did you know he had a warty? Oh, it's what? his favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Um, we cut to billing. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. You had a discussion with her about her uncle's warty penis. Uh, her That's old on wife, the ledger. Uh, and you shouted about unprotected sex. That'll be one hundred and eighty-two dollars. <laughs> I didn't get any results from this. I could have done that by myself. Looks like you got a full exam. So <laughs> that's not an exam. If you want to slide your card all the way across this table, <laughs> it's going to take like three shoves. It's a long table. I'll try. This is Molina, huh? This is the bronze package. This is you know, this fucking. I swear to God, I had better insurance before Obamacare. <laughs> Throws his shoulder out. I'm glad. Ah, God, ouch! Ooh, it's not that, even halfway there. You want me to? Uh, if you want me to, we get cut it, to I'm a rival gonna... doctor office. I'm so sorry you had that experience. Yeah, why do you have? Post- Don't look at me. Do not look at me. Don't look at me. If we make eye contact, it's gonna it's gonna rack up your bill. Okay, you but, hate but, that other. But doctor. I can't take my hand off of you this whole time. All right, so I need you to stay close, but don't look at me. All right. You said your shoulder was bothering you. Yes. All right. I'm just gonna check it out here. All right. I'm gonna. I think we're gonna have to do an X-ray. This okay. is gonna be a little awkward. I'm gonna have to get my hands and arms into the X-ray machine with you because I gotta keep contact with you. The whole time. That's got to be bad for you, right? Uh, I, I'm past the point now that, yeah, it's, it's probably not good, but I got to heal people first. That's the oath. All right. Okay, here we go. And let me just turn it on with my foot. <laughs> okay. Okay, all right. Now slide it out. <laughs> what? You're just pressing me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just holding you into the extra machine. I'm fine. I could. Uh, 
I know. I just can't let you go. Okay. It's, it's okay. I. This is like too far the other way now. <laughs> we cut to billing. I'm just gonna reach into your pocket and take your <laughs> your wallet out. Hey, stop it! <laughs> Tell me at least what's on the ledger. Uh, looks like you got an X-ray. Um, there's a quick glance in there, so that'll be forty-five. Um, and um, God, I can smell your breath. <laughs> you, is that coffee? Uh, yes, it's coffee. <laughs> I should have known. I don't know why I asked. Gosh, yeah. We're nose to nose. All right. Yeah. Okay. Take okay. credit card out. I can get it. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've got, do not look at me. Do not look at me. It's How hard not I? to. <laughs> I Continue gotta... holding his hand, though. <laughs> hold his hand. Hold my hand. I'm going to swipe this. I got one of those uh, tile things. <laughs> <laughs> Back in your pocket. Don't look at me. Hold my hand. Don't look at me. What Hold did the X-ray hand. say? <laughs> huh? It says our doctor's got a broken arm. What? Um, I'm just nervous about this. It's my first physical. So, oh. thanks, Doc, for being cool. Um, my nipples get hard. <laughs> oh. Just thought I'd okay. cut the tension a little bit. Um, of course. Uh, when I'm cold or horny. Right. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Great. You don't have to be nervous. I'm no. mostly... Okay. You don't have to be nervous. I'm just going to... We're going to start... You're just going to sit. Just take up a, a seat okay. there on the... <clears throat> okay. I'm just going to uh, follow my uh, finger. Okay. I'm just testing your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And up, that's good. Okay. Down. Okay. Okay. Pretty good. See, uh, that's not uh-huh. so bad. Yeah. Is Sometimes it? it's both. Sometimes my huh? nipples are hard, and I can't tell. Am oh, yeah. I cold or am I horny? It's <laughs> all jerk off in a warm bath. <laughs> Look, I know you're nervous, but I'm gonna tell you something. You're doing so great. Okay. You're doing so great. Okay. Um. Now I'm just going to check your nose and throat. Okay. So I'm going to flash this light up your nostrils. That's okay. not too so bad. Okay. And then the other one. One time my dad's nipples okay. were hard and I was like, are we both cold or are we horny? I'm now going to have to look in your throat, so you're going to have to stop talking. Uh-huh. Okay, great. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm going to actually have to have you stop talking. Uh-huh. Okay. Great. See? You're doing great. I don't see why you were so nervous. You're doing a great job. Okay. Okay, now I really am going to look at your nipples. (laughs) Okay. Do you want them hard or soft? Uh, No, that's just... I'm going to do a breast exam. (laughs) We see they're rock hard. (laughs) And it's cold in here, so it's totally normal. Uh Uh, And I'm just going to feel around here. You're doing so great. You're doing such a great job. Okay. And that's it. That wasn't too painful, was it? (sighs) Got to this guy's house. (laughs) Oh, that's just great news. You go to the doctor and get all horned up. What? What (laughs) What do you mean? It was cold. Oh, I bet it was cold. It's never cold cold when I'm in the mood, is it? (laughs) What are you talking about? There's other ways to know. You philandering. I wasn't philandering. Pile of trash. (laughs) You went to the doctor's office and you just got your rocks I was nervous. They called me. (laughs) They They what? (laughs) What did they they say? They called me. They They reported that my nipples were on and on about 
about your rock hard nipples. You're cold. You're horny. You're jerking off in a warm bath. <laughs> yeah, what that's they what say? you're doing. <laughs> what did they say about my eyes? I followed her finger, and my what they say about my nose? I don't know about that. Oh, you weren't even paying attention. <laughs> Knock, too. knock. It's your neighbor, Sheila. Hey, they put your mail in my mailbox. Sorry, I'm leaving the door open. This draft is getting in here. Here you go. Which is it? What's going on? Sheila, you're, in the, you're into this now. Wait, what? Ow, ow, you're hurting me. Get in here. Oh, God. Oh, oh, God. We cut to the nurse practitioner talking to the receptionist after that physical. Hi. Um, sorry, Tammy, are you busy on the phone? Can I just tell you what, can I just tell you what happened to me with that? Go for it. Go for patient? it. Girl. Like I'm doing a physical. It's their first physical. And then they're like, my nipples get hard when I'm cold, like duh. Mm-hmm. And then also they get hard when I'm horny. And I didn't know that was a thing. And I'm like, is that real? Like, is that should real? I throw away my, should I throw away my seven years in medicine because I didn't know this like I feel like such an idiot just did it nipple hardness I don't know you're the receptionist <laughs> like I feel so stupid we cut to a guy having a heart attack uh, they're not answering the phone uh, <laughs> I feel so stupid <laughs> like, writing, uh, both notes on nipples pieces of paper and throwing them out the window <laughs> I think this pervert's having a heart attack <laughs> okay so like <laughs> it's rock hard nipples hard when, like, it's 80 degrees and then they get hard when you like touch them sure sure and that can happen when like like if you start touching them, and they happen chafed? to be horny, but what chafed? No, chafed nipples. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't sound horny. <laughs> but like, okay, so like, but nipples, if you're too horny, you're too horny all the time, you'll chafe your nips. Oh, if you shirt. are a person that when you are horny, you touch your nipples, right? Too much. Okay, well, that's not me. <laughs> so I don't know that. But I feel like, oh, if I'm just sitting on a couch and I get horny, I don't think my nipples get hard. <laughs> I've been sitting here for well over an hour. Is someone going to see me? We will get to you when the doctor is ready. Uh, Tammy, thank you. You're welcome. I always got your saved my life here, and I don't know what the hell. Do you want the big salad for lunch, please? And extra um, croutons because I'm being naughty this week. Mm, Me too. Me too. Me too. I'll get crazy. Oh, we're crazy. Mm -hmm. We're crazy this week. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, um, did you want a Dr Pepper? Uh, diet, yeah. Mm. I love how it tastes. Mm. Almost as good as the real thing. Yeah, I'm really fucked up about this horny nipple thing. <laughs> Can you just cancel the rest of my? You got it. Oh no, everyone, Please. everyone. Oh, we're gonna have to close Team, up do today, speech, baby. Girl. I walked here. We can schedule you guys to follow up in about three months. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares he walked here? That's his New Year's resolution. He needs to one. get his blood pressure down anyway. <laughs> Tell him that. Tell him that. All right, I gotta hang up so I can order lunch. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love ya. Get to this patient's <laughs> house. <laughs> Did you get the piss or what? <laughs> no. I'm, and I'm even more dehydrated from walking home now. I, I need liquids. No, don't Just give me water. Take care yourself. <laughs> I, give, you give me your piss. We're the same piss type. I'm not giving you my piss. It's mine and I'll stay as hydrated as I can. Why are we even married? If, if you weren't going to give me your piss, I'd give you my piss if I had a heartbeat. <laughs> you don't have good piss. That's the whole... I don't want your... <laughs> Filthy. <laughs> I don't have piss because all my organs are backwards. He, he, Sorry, he, don't blame he me. He storms for that. out of the house and walks to the beach and, and it's crying. Sir, help! A, a jellyfish just stung my leg. Oh, I no. really need you. Oh. I don't know you, but I need you in Mr. this moment. Mr. Please help! 
I'd, I'd love to help, but my <laughs> asshole of a wife wouldn't piss in my mouth so that I could. Have... You're lying. You just want me to. Why die? would I make that up? Iceman's here. I'll piss on your leg. <laughs> Spreads her lips. You're the coolest woman ever. Hacha. There's no Whoa, breeze, but her hair is blowing out. like. <laughs> she puffed in a blow smoke. Look at that pantsuit. <laughs> she queefed all the way down the beach. <laughs> She's taking off in a jetpack. Look! Whoa. Wait, that's not a jetpack. It's just a queen carrying up in the air. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the meet. That was. Uh, thank you. Excellent. Right. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you so uh, much. Very interesting. You really made us all feel like garbage. <laughs> yes, yes. What a gift you are. Thanks. Aw. Uh, Lids. I can't Love do you. that. I could never. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, anybody could. I do want to say that whenever I was uh, an undergrad and we had to dissect like a pig or something in biology, I was like too grossed out and I did it like on a computer. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. So then to like do this, I had to really. Well, I, I shadowed a trauma surgeon um, once I decided I wanted to be a PA. So I was like, I wonder if I can deal with this. And I was fine. You know, you just do just some like mind. You just everything becomes routine. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the first patient I ever saw was a guy who uh, fell out of a window washer. He was like six stories up and fell out. Jesus Christ. And then uh, it was funny because. Like the, one of those, like, the, like yeah, the things from. He like wasn't the... tied off and he fell off. Oh yeah. my uh, God. And he landed on his feet in the, no, in no. the concrete or in the. Uh, uh, in the mulch and like not in the concrete, but like his he face came fit, down and hit his first mulch. Would be a good idea. I mean, well, usually I don't know what I would pick. I don't know. People just Ugh. I don't know how people fall, but yeah, yeah, he was fine. No, oh. I mean he had some fractures. You have like compression fractures and stuff. Ugh. But I remember I was like not even a med student. I was like interested in going to PA school, and the doctor would like put the X ray up on the thing, and he was like, "What is this in the in his pocket?" <laughs> and like all the nurses or all the med students and the doctors were like. I don't know. And I was like, that looks like a can of skull. <laughs> and the doctor was like, sure is. A can of what? Chewing tobacco. Like he oh. had like the, can, the metal can in the back in his back pocket. And None then they the other just. students could read. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was, it was like, that's just how hillbilly I was. And I was like, that's a can of chew. <laughs> uh, yeah. But and if, then he gave you your doctor trophy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I won that day. <laughs> um, anything to plug? Or. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, what about you, Mike? Uh, I do Teacher's Lounge with you every other Tuesday at 1030. Yes. And I'm uh, at Mike Leffingwell on Twitter. Great. Lindsay? Lindsay? Um, at Lindsay is Frank on Instagram. Awesome. I make fun videos sometimes. Mm-hmm. I just watched one today. They're did so you fun. like it? I did. Oh, you have to say yes. I'm <laughs> sitting right here. Also, um, second and fourth. Thursday of the month, 9 p.m. Clubhouse, fun improv show, Kaleidoscope. Cool. Jake? Uh, check out We're Gross, uh, the third Thursday of the month at UCB Franklin, and Bitch in a Herald team. Awesome. I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter, Josh Simpson on Instagram. All my stuff is at joshsimpson.biz. Uh, join the Meet Patreon. Chip in five bucks if you like the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also get access to our weekly bonus episode, patreon.com slash meetimprov. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on The Meet! The Meet! Improv. Improv.